0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for this live recording and live meeting of Alchemize It All, my podcast. Alchemize It All is a podcast I created last year, and the whole point of it is to provide insights and guidance, and create a space where you could come with all your lemons, and we can equip you with the right questions, the right advice, the right guidance, and how you can transform them into lemonade. At Alchemize It All, we believe that life doesn't waste a hurt, and neither should you. So a few weeks ago, I decided to change the way I went about recording the episodes and I made it open to the public as far as the recording goes. I wanted to open the space up to feedback, um, live interactive feedback from you as I'm going through my prepared remarks, as I'm going through the discussion, I wanted to give everyone an opportunity to also comment, to add their thoughts, to enrich the conversation, and also to offer their perspective. Everything I do, guys, is about healing and wellness and coming back to your own power, your own joy, your own purpose. And your own inner peace. Everything I do is about that. Living the best life that you can uh, from the inside out. So this is no different. I also announced a few weeks ago as I was opening up this podcast that I wanted to take a few weeks to focus on the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I saw it recently and it's packed with so many life lessons in my opinion. That I found, you know, I felt it would be fitting to dedicate certain episodes of my podcast to this movie. Last week we did um managing overwhelm. How do you deal with everything hitting you everywhere all at once? And so many of us are just tired and overwhelmed. And that's the word. And this week um I wanted to tackle how to effectively manage and heal teenage parent relationships. That was a big theme of the movie as well. And I thought it would be relevant to many people. Um, having been parent of teens myself, one um, past the teen um, years, I guess, you know, and is, is in the 20s now, and, uh, and one is almost past the 10 years, so, um, and then, you know, my little puppy is three years old, <laughs> but that's a different story, but I I can definitely relate to being a parent, trying to do their best, um, and to being a teenager myself, trying to navigate my own um, issues with with that time of your life, so I just wanted to make sure that I talked about it and if there are any insights that can help you and that can change your perspective on things and I would have accomplished my mission for this for this podcast so let's dive into it a couple things um, I want to say before I, I continue parenting is not always easy we know it As much as we've seen other people parent, we've seen our own parents parent, when it comes to having your own experience, nothing can really prepare you. There is no parenting experience that completely mirrors another. We all have individual parenting experiences with ups and downs, with things that we have to learn on the job. (laughs) Learning on the job. That's a little bit of my Caribbean accent here. But anyway, so, yes, it's, it's, you know, there's no guidebook, no template. And although it's great to share things that can work, at the end of the day, there's some things that we all have to figure out as we're going through it and as we're doing the best we can. So parents of teenagers is a totally different category. (laughs) And it comes with its joys and challenges as any other part of the parenting process. And you know some of the unique things about it. You know, I'll go through. Um, One is that you have two parties that are changing in big ways. As a teenager, you know, you go through so many emotional changes, physical changes. A lot of times, you switch schools. You leave your friends behind. You're starting to understand the serious part of life. You have more responsibilities and a lot of times you have more activities going on. So it gets really busy and it's a lot of change. So, you know, it can be very unsettling and maybe scary. And, you know, you're trying to deal with your parents while you're going through all of that. Sometimes that's not easy. And as a parent, a lot of times... You know, having teenagers is happening at a time when you are changing yourself. Sometimes it's menopause. Sometimes it's, you know, changing uh, at work. You know, sometimes it's um, changing careers. You know, sometimes it's having to look at your parents and understand you're gonna need to be more involved in taking care of aging parents. So things are all over the place for you too, and sometimes it's sports with the kids and it's you you know being stretched busing kids here or busing kids there and you're in the middle of your changing your teenagers is in the middle of their changes and you are trying to just breathe they are trying to breathe and you're trying to make everything work at the same time it can be crazy You also have the issue of generational issues with the age that happened. And, you know, maybe another generation of thought, another generation technology-wise. And sometimes there's a disconnect in the language. You don't speak the same language, you know? And, you know, sometimes it's hard to communicate when people are talking in 140 characters or less and you're still trying to you know apply these (laughs) long conceptual type sentences big vision of your time and you know there's a issue in translation there right in addition to that sometimes there are financial um new financial worries that come in high school and college considerations and maybe job change, you know, financial changes. And as you're aging, you start to think about your retirement, your future, all of those things. It's a balancing act of trying to be everything for everybody, everywhere, all at once as you're changing. So please be compassionate with yourself. Please take a breather. And please try to silence the inner critic that sometimes makes you feel like you have to be perfect in all of that. Newsflash! You don't have to be perfect in all of that. Nobody's ever perfect in being their best in all the different categories. And I think perfection, me, is authenticity, is realness, and is trying your best. And if you're doing that, then you're doing a good job. Okay, teenager and parent. So kudos to you. Now, you know things to acknowledge before we go into the five steps of. Things that you could put into practice today as um, a parent to, you know, better manage a better handle or maybe heal your relationship with your teenager. I always believe in establishing the foundation first or the, um, I can say the, 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 the truths, you know, what are the truths of the situation? Before you go into what to do, what not to do, what are the fundamentals of the situation? And the fundamental is, well, the fundamentals are teenagers need their parents. You know, as much as they might go into rebellion, they might go into independence. Some of them get their driver's license. They they hang out with their friends. They travel together. At the end of the day, all kids need their parents. Kids at heart are kids. Whatever it is your, you need that support system, that loving support system, if that's what you have. And ideally, we all need that, right? Um, another fundamental is parents generally love their kids, you know, and want the best for them. Sometimes as a teenager, you forget that, right? You forget your, um, I apologize for this little beep there, but. That's real life, right? And we go with real life here. It's not about perfection, it's about what? Realness and authenticity. So, um, and also learning. So next time I'll silence my, my email notification. And thank you for being understanding with that. I appreciate you guys. So, yeah, um, parents love their kids here in a We and want the best for them. So it's good to remember that as a teenager. Um, and maybe it's good to tell your kids that, you know, I, I love you and I want the best for you, no matter what we're going through, you know. And also, um, there's always gonna be some tension. You know, you're the adult, they are the children, they are the teenagers. You're the one in a position of authority, of a position of guidance, of this position of discipline, position of um taking um, you know, responsibility. So there's always gonna be a little tension and maybe not tension, but there's always going to be a difference in, in authority. And and sometimes that brings a little disconnect or a little tension. And as long as it's not to the point where it is toxic or to the point where it's disempowering or to the point where it's, it's a problem, you know, it's, it's going to be there and it can be there in a emotionally balanced and emotionally um, positive way, right? So it's good to establish those things um, because sometimes, and, you know, in the movie, you know, that was a big part of the movie is, you know, both parent and teenagers and maybe end up in the couple in the movie, just sometimes forgetting those basics that, you know, I still love you in the mess. I still love you in the discord. I still love you in the misunderstanding. You know, it's, it's good to remember that. And to re- to remember that as an as a parent and as a teenager. So let's move into the five steps of things you can do today to alleviate and improve your relationship with your teenager. And before I continue, my name is Maya Catherine. Um, don't think I announced it in the beginning, but you know by now you guys know me. And those who don't know me, hi, I'm Maya Catherine. <laughs> I'm a wellness coach, um, emotional healing coach. I'm an author and mom and a spiritual person. And I believe in living the best life you can and sharing what works for you to um, hopefully inspire and motivate others. I believe um, that life is worth it, no matter how hard it gets sometimes, and that with you know a perspective shift and some inner work and some outer work we can improve situations in any areas of our lives I believe that life should be full of joy and full of laughter and fun and work not necessarily hard work but work discipline vision and that um It can be beautiful once we go within and we understand that life within is as important as life without. They're just a mirror reflection of the other. And that's where the spiritual part comes in. So, and the mindset part and the emotional part. So, that's me in a nutshell. And I give those talks like today. Today, we're doing an abbreviated um, workshop, I guess. But I do those workshops for organizations and individuals. And, um, you know, I've been blessed with being able to be very perceptive so I can easily assist you, your family, your organization, your group, um, your book club, whatever it is with wellness, well-being, and emotional healing, spiritual healing issues. And I do my work through workshops, speeches, speaking engagements, and also through my books, which I have two out, one coming and one being written. So now let's go back to the five steps. I know you're eager to hear that. One step that I've done with my teenagers and I recommend is do activities together. Do things together. Be present for each other. And as a parent, sometimes you end up doing a little bit more, but you're the parent. You know, it comes with the territory. So find out what activity your teenage like, the teenagers like. And sometimes they might not want mommy and daddy in there, but you know, one thing you can say, what what jewelry are you into now? What show are you into? What sport are you into? What what social media trend are you into? Ask those questions. Or sometimes just pay attention and you'll find those answers. And I'm not saying to, you know, adopt them as your, you know, likes or your trends, but okay. suggest to your, suggest to your teenager, you know, let's um let's go do something together. You know, if they're into anime, hey, you want to go get an anime shirt, you know, and let's go get an anime shirt together. And in those, you know, in that little process, you find out why they like the anime. What what is what is in what is resonating with them from the anime? If it's a sport, don't just go and watch them play the sport. You know, watch them um, rehearse or just how do you call it? sports? My kids were not in sports, so but practice that's the word practice. <laughs> um, you know, watch them practice. Um, ask them what they like about it if they like it, and ask them about their day. So do activities together. That's a, that's a huge way. Um, to establish bonding with your teenagers. Um, participate in things that they care about. You know, a lot of teenagers volunteer for things. A lot of them take a role in school. You know, find out what role they take in school and why. Why is it important to them? And tell them that, you know, they have your support. Um, bring them to those activities. Even if they can take the bus, even if they drive, sometimes you offer to bring them hey, I can bring you. I'm doing something else. It's on my way. I'll bring you. You can come back with your friends, you know, and let them know that you care about what they care about, you know. Um, Another thing is have regular check-ins. Now, that can be a little awkward, and you don't want to come and say, we need to talk. (laughs) Teenagers and adults don't like to hear that, you know, so, but you can say, you know, hey, listen, I would like to To have breakfast with you once a month so we just check in on each other i've done that with my kids i've done that outside and i've done that you know in the house you know i make sure once a month that we go have breakfast in the place that they like to have breakfast not necessarily me um and we talk and we laugh and we have you know ice cream after and uh we walk around in town and maybe see the stores that they want to go in just window shop but I do have that time and it's not that uh, we need to talk, talk, you know, kind of time. Sometimes we don't really talk about anything big, but sometimes during those casual times and real things come up, you know, some some kid in school that is giving them a hard time or something that they didn't like in school. And then you start understanding about their emotional health and what they need. So, you know, have those little check-in times with them. Or sometimes you could say, hey, check-in, you know. How are you feeling? How are you feeling that I'm supporting you? Or how are you feeling that I'm not supporting you? And then you turn the question to them, you know, to ask you, you know. And you could say, you know, I feel supported when I bring the groceries and you guys put them away from me. And maybe sometimes they don't even realize or they don't think about it. And sometimes, you know, you get all frustrated. My kids are not helping. But it's okay to ask them. It's okay to say, you know, I'll be, they'll really make me happy if you guys help me with the groceries when I come home instead of saying you guys don't help you guys don't care you know you could switch it around um another thing is you know don't be overly friendly and when I say that I don't mean don't be nice to them but you're the parent you're not you can be a parent and a friend but you're not a friend you know this there still has to be a little level of, a little different level than just being their friend, saying, you know, just being too super casual. We're, it blurs the line between, are you my friend, or are you my mom, are you my dad? And my kids, we talk openly about a lot of things, you know, and they come to me with things, but I still maintain a little bit of, space very very thin but just to know you come to me for everything you come to me and everything but I am your mom and I'm still here to guide you and I'm still the one that you can turn to for those things but not super friendly to the point where they may blur the light of respecting you and not respecting you and it's a fine line you know not everybody agrees but I, I just feel like they still need to know that you're the parent while you love them, while you're friends with them. And um, last thing I'll say, the fifth thing, get familiar with their world. Now that's easier said than done, because now the world is changing, technology is changing. They are on TikTok, they are on Instagram, they are on other things that I don't even know, honestly. And sometimes, you know, they speak into terms that I, you know, you may not understand. You may not know what's that. What are you using to now? What is this software? What is this program? What is this chat GPT? What is this AI thing? What is this VR, you know, virtual reality? What is what? what? And sometimes you have to take a little time to maybe go to Reddit or wherever, you know, wherever the, the new stuff is happening. And, you know, it's good to know what's going on out there. And that way you could talk about it with them that way you could, you know, you could, you could discuss it with them, and you could show that you understand it, and when you don't know, you don't know, like, many times, my kids are like, oh, they're like, no, we don't, nobody says that anymore, I'm like, oh, really, what do they say now, and they're like, we say it this way, we say it that way, I'm like, okay, and you know, and I'm open to that, I don't feel offended, you know, I don't know, that's not my world, but just be familiar with, with with their world a little bit so that it you're not completely out of the loop because sometimes it's just a like I said, a, a, a different translation, you know, translation. And you know, I I we did go to the five step, but I'm gonna add one more step. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable with your teams. Let me repeat that. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable with your teams. And talk about your life as a teen. And talk about your struggles when it comes to doing the best you can with them. You don't have to be tough. You don't have to be accusatory. You don't have to go too deep into your own childhood because sometimes it is tough. But sometimes be vulnerable and open, you know. I was a teenage too, and I did feel a certain type of way about my parents, too. And as an adult now, I have maybe a different perspective, but I understand, you know, and these are some things I went through with my mom. Sometimes they don't know. And when you are not afraid to be vulnerable, they can see themselves with you. They start seeing your, your heart open. They start seeing your vulnerability, and that allows them to be vulnerable. It's not a sign of weakness to open up to your teens. It's your hand reaching out to them and saying, I understand, I, I may not understand everything, but I'm willing to understand. I'm willing to see you. I'm willing to be open. And I'm always, always, always willing to love you, happily, joyfully, no matter what. Being vulnerable heals so many things. So, those five steps I mentioned before, I strongly recommend that you consider adopting them if you choose to. But the last step of being vulnerable, being authentic and being honest, is always something that can help. Don't be afraid to open your heart to your kids. A lot of times, all they need is to See it so they can rush in. So they can rush in. I hope that you really enjoyed the podcast today. I hope you join me live on Zoom for the next one. And next week, we're going to talk about healing generational trauma. Healing your own trauma during childhood. And maybe not a big trauma, but healing your Sadness, pain, emotional issues from childhood. And how you can help your teenager or your kids heal by healing yourself. How you can stop generational trauma from continuing by saying it stops with me. So I'll see you next week. Thank you for being here. And a replay of this will be available in my podcast, Alchemize It All, later today. And it's available on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and many other places. But if you didn't catch a live, join me on the replay. And join me next week for an incredible, powerful episode about healing generational trauma. I love you all. Thank you for being here. And take care. Peace and love.